Samuel E. Blum, American Civilian Of course, what I sensed and felt was that England and France and the countries that could have stopped Hitler never did. You know, Munich is just one example, but there are others. They just never stood up to him. They let him get away with it. I sometimes feel that they said, Let him go, the son of a bitch. He's gonna take care of Russia next. Frederick de Seagant, American student. The country was divided. You have to remember that in grade school, we were singing First World War troop songs like It's a Long Way to Tipperary. So we weren't that far removed, nor were our parents. But there was a considerable feeling that we should stay out of it. Now, stimulating and encouraging that was the presence of the German-American Bund, an organization of ethnic Germans living in the States who, of course, was seeking to weaken any American resolve to enter the war. They were being fed from Germany with propaganda and seeking to identify themselves with good causes, even as the Klan has done at other times in this country. So, there was a divided attitude. England was not popular in this country because they'd never paid their war debt from the First World War, and that was seen as, really, quite a serious lapse of, if nothing else, courtesy and good judgment on their part to treat us that way. William Kenneth Smith, 28th Infantry Division some people, as in any case, were dead set against it because we were still a very nationalistic type country and they just thought it was going to draw us into the war. But other people, I think, realized that, you know, England really wasn't going to survive unless somebody did something. They were an island and there was no way they could get supplies unless there was some way to augment whatever they could do and they didn't have a lot of natural resources through which they could sustain their manufacturing of military equipment. Sergeant Elaine Bennett, Central Postal Directory Battalion I wanted to prove to myself, and maybe to the world, that we African Americans would give what we had back to the United States as a confirmation that we were full-fledged citizens. Lee Eli Barr, 8th Air Force, 306, Bomb Group. I think the news had come through about people being marched into a death house, and that was awful. I tell you, I'm glad I wasn't able to see one. I don't think I would have been able to stand it. Walter Denise. American Armed Forces. I thought that we should have been involved in a way because we knew that England was going to be overrun. Then we realized this has gone too far. A lot of innocent people were being killed, you know, with the Germans' aggressiveness. And, you know, you look back at the whole thing, at that stage of when they had just taken over France, taken Paris, then they took on England and Russia. They could have taken the whole world on. I mean, they were that much of a threat. I think in many respects, good wins out, 
evil can't succeed forever. Raymond Bodnar, 7th Infantry Division. They felt that if England went, we would be next. The Germans would be powerful enough, even though they didn't have a big navy, to threaten us or be able to invade Greenland and maybe exercise air activity against us. We heard that kind of discussion. Robert H. Zeliff, American Armed Forces Well, I think everybody here, and I think this was sort of the mood of the country to a degree, is that we just sort of hoped that we weren't going to get involved. FDR had other thoughts in mind. One way or another, he was going to get us involved in that war. We had this.